Oh, I'm more nervous doing I know. this in front of Aaron. I feel nervous too. No, Shake it out. Like my, like it. my salsa teacher <laughs> taught me. <laughs> I might need some whiskey. <laughs> like a dash wouldn't kill us. I don't think it would. Yeah, I don't think it would either. <laughs> Welcome to Wildflowers and Whiskey from Jolene's Tea House here in Banff, Alberta, Canada. I'm Jolene Brewster and this is my tea house. And throughout this next year, I will be sharing tea or whiskey with very important women in our community. They are strong, resilient, and courageous, and their contributions have been so meaningful to the culture of the Canadian Rockies. I am so excited to introduce you to one of my excellent friends, Erin Evans. Erin is a coach, a yoga teacher trainer, a mother, and a writer. Erin, thank you for being here this morning. Oh, I'm so honored. I have to say, Jolene, you were, there was a big moment for me when you were carrying Isla on the front of your body and you were running the Banff Christmas Market, among other things. And that was such a pivotal for, moment for me to be like, you can be a mom and an entrepreneur and a badass. So I am so honored to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you remember that, actually. Uh, you know, we work really hard with our kids and then we kind of forget it because we forget what happens in our life. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're originally from Saskatchewan. When did you come to Banff? I finished my university degree and I moved to Banff when I was about 20. I won't age myself. And I had big dreams of following my business degree and then things pivoted for me and I found my true passion, yoga and coaching. So did you do yoga in Saskatchewan or is that, what, what brought you West? Yeah, so honestly, the Australian accent. I was like, I, I need one of those in my bedroom. And uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was fascinated by the multicultural pot of the Bow Valley mm -hmm. and I wanted to be really proficient at snowboarding. So that was my intention. It was going to be a season or a year and it ended up being a lot more than that. And, and what is the yoga community like here in Banff? Like, would you say that Banff is a he healing place, a spiritual place? It's interesting. A lot of people say yoga is medicine, but medicine indicates that we're sick. And so healing, I hesitate to use in that it almost indicates we're broken and we need something. I think the Bow Valley is really introspective. I think these gnarly mountains are about adventure and joy and play. I think the Bow Valley pulls together some very interested, interesting, talented individuals. The yoga community here is so fascinating. We've got the studio owners, we have the teachers, and we have the practitioners. And I often think of it in yoga, we've got Anjali Mudra, which is hands to prayer. And it's this idea that we need each other. So the studio owners need the teachers, the teachers need the students. And it's this awesome uh, union of people that are looking for light. Mm, that makes complete sense. Um, to have gone forward into business, have a background, what were the challenges or judgments that came up as you transitioned into a much more human-based practice? Mm. It's such a fascinating question because my biggest fear was FOPO, fear of people's opinions. 
there was a lot of judgment around the financial piece because a yoga teacher doesn't make a lot of money. I didn't have a pension anymore or any benefits. Uh, the I, I think that all, we're always in these phases of transformation or change. And I think of it like a, a card game where there's the shuffle, like, hmm, I'm, I'm not happy in my relationship. I'm not happy at work. Financially, things aren't great. So then we're we're toying with different options. And then we've got the uh, deal where we're like, okay, I'm going to take action. And then we start to play the game and then it goes back to the shuffle. So for me, with the transition of going from business to yoga, it was, I was looking for uh, God. I think I was looking for purpose and I couldn't find it in business. The, the only way for me was through people. So it was a natural transition, but a lot of fear and my family was not happy about it. Uh, how do they feel now? I get a little bit of uh, pride, I think, from my mom, but just a dash of it. And my dad is my biggest fan. Uh, and yet you're so successful, um, you know, as a single mom, as you're financially stable in a very challenging town. Um, so it's, it's interesting how the judgments are hard to change no matter what we achieve. Totally. And they're so self-inflicted. You know, it's like, is it really our family that thinks we're not professional or is it us? And I think for a long time, I didn't respect the path. And now I couldn't imagine my life any other way. Well, you are a master at what you do. So I guess my next question is about, we all have different measuring sticks of success. And, uh, you know, you could be a, a, a corporate path, a CEO, and that's very obvious. But how do you define success? What does success mean to you? For a long time, I accumulated things and I tried sex and I tried drugs and I tried money and looking for success, yeah, <laughs> looking for success, like a like an external measure that I was OK in the world until I realized that success it, for me is being awake to the mystery. You know, uh, meeting Jolene and, and I have a background of who you are, but today coming in and seeing you just the way that you are. So success for me is how awake I can be moment to moment, even through the grind of getting groceries and paying my mortgage and dealing with my son's emotions. But my mm. success is how free can I be and how awake can I be? Mm. I think that's something we can all relate to. Mm -hmm. That's it doesn't happen easily. <laughs> no. Um, it, you know, I, I love that you came here this morning. You look absolutely beautiful and you're about to go on a ski tour. <laughs> we can be many things, whiskey and wildflower. And, and how would you describe yourself? More wildflower or more whiskey? And what do you think is the balance there? Okay. I've always thought of myself as a uh, 20% prairie girl, 30% yogi and 50% gangster. Maybe that's not appropriate right now, but there's this like <laughs> undertone of like hip hop in me. Uh, with relation to whiskey, I'd say I'm probably 70% whiskey. I would agree. <laughs> as I said, we all had a vote. Is this conversation going to be wildflower or whiskey? And all hands went up on the whiskey side. <laughs> And I have to say, you chose such a beautiful tea to pair it with, the Lapsang mm -hmm. Souchong. 
that uh, combination of smoky with that little bit of extra bite is perfect. Mm, loving it. Erin, mm. uh, thank you so much for joining us today. This was uh, amazing to have you in and share your insights with us. My pleasure. Thank you. Stay tuned for more episodes.